is The Jolt Go! with Larry Flick on Sirius XM Out Q. This time I'm not leaving without you. I'm Larry Flick, and you are tuned into The Jolt on Sirius XM LQ. It is a pleasure to welcome, at long last, we've been wanting him to come visit us for the longest time, Cheyenne Jackson. I'm to here. Our studio, at last. Hi. And you're actual tall. I'm actual tall. I'm always fascinated by actors, performers yeah. who are actual I know. tall because most are like pocket smurfs. It's true. It's true, especially in Hollywood, too, of being yeah. up there now, you see. It's funny. When I get off stage sometimes, people at the stage door, they're like, you're so tall. You're huge. You actually are. No, I know. No, I am. I'm almost, How tall are you? Almost 6'4". Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. It's, but no, it really, it's a little, uh, forgive me for, for starting there, but it's a bit jarring. Yeah. No, I know sometimes it's a lot for people, and they, uh, but- uh, I think the I think it's it all stems back to when I interviewed Tom Cruise and he's really little. Yeah. Have you ever met him? I have. He's you could just like tuck him in your back pocket. Yeah. A lot of a lot of actors. Yeah. You think they have this big they have this big uh, presence. Yeah. You know, on screen and you see him and you're like wow weird. I know it's very creepy. Yeah. But anyway, so you know Cheyenne Jackson from many many things. Uh, uh, he can be seen in American Horror Story on FX and. Um, just lots of stuff. Do, how how are you? How did you find filming? Because you're such a stage animal, mm -hmm. and and you're so comfortable on stage. Yeah, there's an ease when you move. You know, when you're in that environment, that I I wonder, do you tense up when it's more uh, restricted area and there are yeah. cameras and like what do you have to do to adjust yourself? Uh, I do tense up. It is actually is it is an adjustment for me, and it has been over the years. You know, I've done the first thing on TV really I did was uh, Thirty Rock. Yeah, and that was trial by fire because I was with the most amazing you know comedic actors, Alec Baldwin, you know Tina Fey, and coming. I was literally in a Broadway show at the time, Finian's Rainbow. So I was doing Finian's Rainbow in the daytime, and then in between shooting Horse or uh, Thirty Rock. Um, it's an adjustment for sure. You have to, you know, the technical aspects, but also it is a spatial thing and it is an energy thing and how much to project and how much to just say with your eyes because you don't have to talk to the back of the house. Well, exactly, you know? your face. Yeah. Because yeah. big dramatic, you suddenly get yeah. Joan Crawford up yeah. there. And I was, I feel like the first couple things that I did, I was definitely not 30 Rock, but I cut a couple little indies before that. Like, wow, so big. And you don't think of it, and then you watch it later, and you're like, oh, my God, I was really big. So it definitely takes a while to kind of know what's going to play. And then also working on Horror Story with these amazing screen actors who, you know, Kathy Bates just has to do like a little flick of her eye, and you you, you read it all. Isn't she extraordinary? Extraordinary, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbel and such a nice woman as such well. Such a nice lady. Um, But that's also got to be in a tough assignment because um by nature american horror story is very operatic yes yes right so yes uh, yeah and even you know you have kathy Bates, but you also have lady gaga yes right and and it's you know i know i know i know her she's a lovely girl mm -hmm. but she knows who she is and she mm -hmm. knows that she she part of her part and parcel is being very arch and dramatic you know like mm -hmm. over overly dramatic so how do you measure like how how do you how do you negotiate that with 
your director, with whomever. You, you know what? That's the million dollar question. I'm still figuring it out. You know, you just kind of figure it out. You kind of just see what, every, it, it, sometimes it changes by a scene to scene basis. That show is by nature, like you said, very heightened. The stakes are always life and death. Yeah, there's, there's not a lot of subtlety. N- no, I mean, but that's it's our job to find it and find those relationships and the correlations between people where we can fill it with life. But you're right, everything is very, wow, hand, ringing yeah. hands and where is my son and you know all of these kind of things. So it has been a challenge, I have to say, to find the truth and just listen to each other and really make each scene come to life while living in that world while you know fitting along with with the vibe and and the whole you know show but also being true to what i offer so yeah it's so do you have a good imagination i think so yeah, yeah. were you were you always were you a kid with a good imagination yes i mean i grew up in a really teeny little town in northern idaho we yeah. had no running water we had an outhouse so we li- we played out in the woods and we just it was all imagination all role playing my brother was Indiana Jones. My other brother was Kirk from Star Trek, and I was Wonder Woman. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> she had the best powers. What is it? With, I was gonna say, what is it with Wonder Woman? I didn't get that. Don't have that gay gene. Yeah, uh, I do. Every gay man I, I have, know, I have mine and yours. Apparently, every gay man I know loses their <laughs> shit over Wonder Woman. I, I, I don't get it. Really? No, uh, I don't. I, I don't know what it was about her. I just, it was her strength, was her power. Was it the power. twirl? Maybe the twirl. Was it Maybe the, the costume, maybe the belt. You know, they, they, we, we would get in arguments. They would fire, they, you know, my brother would say, you can't block a phaser with a magic bracelet. I'm like, yeah, you can't. And yes, actually, can. a few years ago, I met Linda Carter at Feinstein's. Isn't she the best? The best. She came up here to promote that, that yeah. gig. She's, yeah, she's wonderful. And, and I asked her. She's got a good sense of humor about it. Totally. Too. I asked her, I was like, Linda, can you block a phaser with a magic bracelet? And she's like, yeah, you can. <laughs> so I don't know. I've always just, I've always related to her and that. That's pretty hilarious. But yeah, I have a good imagination. I you think have a you, good imagination. So I think you have to. Well, yeah, you do. It's funny because I often, I, I, I say this all the time in this studio that uh, my in my life of interviewing folks like you, there are the kids who never took the pot off their head, mm-hmm. and then there are the dime store psychologists. Ah, you know who who do who kind of do it because it's more of a cerebral exercise. That's not me. I know. I mean, yeah. just your, the nature of the work you've done doesn't hint at that. Yeah, there's I, a lot of play in what you do. You seem to. You look like you're having fun always. Yeah, I. I somebody told me once. It was a, a teacher. He said. Uh, Remember, it's called a play. Yeah. It's not called a work. And so I really try to infuse things with a sense of fun. If I'm going to do this and, and take time away from my husband and my family, and, and if I'm, I want it to be something worthwhile, and I want to have fun doing it. And theater, in, by its nature, is, has that whole, yeah. it's fun, and it's a family, and it's gypsies. And so I definitely try to carry that over onto movie and TV sets. It's Cheyenne Jackson joining us here on The Jolt. I'm Larry Flick. Um, how do you do that when it becomes the way you pay your bills? Well, it's it's not always easy. You have to try to find the people that are of like mind. Uh, luckily, on Horror Story, you know, it kind of runs the gamut. There, mm-hmm. are, there are 12 of us that are principals. So some people are very in their own world and just want to be left alone. And then some people 
want to play all the time, and then some people are in between. You know, Dennis O'Hare and I have been friends for years, uh, Matt Bomer and Sarah Paulson, just friends from New York and stuff. So mm-hmm. I was so excited to get on a set with people that I knew and had a history with that I knew were fun and could, you know, this is dark, dark subject matter that we're dealing with in the show thematically. So it's important for me to be able to do that and then, you know, do a little song and dance in between and just because it's just too heavy otherwise. Well, I, I, you know, Matt's a friend of mine and I just imagine a lot of laughing between the takes. Oh my God, Matt is hysterical. Isn't he hysterical? And so the sweetest. I know. I mean, when I, I first met Matt, I, aside from that he looks like he's carved out of cream cheese, I was like, <laughs> is Matt, I kind of was like, are you making fun of me to my face? Like, is that how, because he's so nice that you're like, is he just like, is this but a that's real? How, that's how that, guys like that get away with it. Right, but, and that is real for him. I he know actually is. is. He's not putting on anything. I know. He's truly interested in you. What's happening in your life? He's kind. He's a dad. He's just—he's so delicious. I know. And, I remember. Yeah. I remember because I'm such a cynical queen from the Bronx. <laughs> I remember thinking, "You're so full of shit." Right. Man. Right. Because that's what—and that's what I was like. Come on. No one looks like that. And is that sweet? Is that nice? Like yeah. you know, I'm not that sweet. No, I mean, I mean, I'm a nice person, but I'm not that sweet. I'm a nice person too, but I'm also shady. Right. You, <laughs> you know, know. I, I get mean, it. It comes. I did get. I say I got that gauging for everybody. <laughs> you know, I'm shady. But yeah. So, but the the business of being of playing, yeah, is weird though, isn't it? I, I find it weird because part of what I do is play for a living, and and there are days where it just feels odd. I don't find that. I you don't. I mean, I guess sometimes, sometimes if uh, nobody wants to play with you and you're just kind of in a weird way, but mm. I, it's, it's, it's what's always kept me going is that sense of play. And I try to always have something that I can be joyful about and play with or during the day. It's just the way I am. So it's funny because you do have your husband with you. Does that do. make you, does that make you a nightmare husband or does that make you, because I, eventually it's like, shut up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Jason, does that make me a nightmare does husband? Does that make him a nightmare? What'd you Not say? at all, he said. Not at all, he He's said. That's because there are um, microphones in the room and he doesn't know me uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. No, Jason talks more than I do. Jason is an open heart and an open book and, you know. No, he's definitely taught me how to communicate. Yeah. 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 We met three years ago and life is just. Has it been three years? Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Have you found people knowing that, you know, knowing all of your business? Not great. It's hard, right? Yeah, it is hard. Um, but I don't really think about it anymore. I mean, it was, it was a tough transition personally. You know, I got sober. I had a bunch of things happen at the same time, but, um, I don't think about it now. I'm 40. I own a house. I'm, I have great relationships with my friends and family. I'm so in love, mm. and that's what I focus on. But it's 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 an interesting dichotomy of a life that you have to you have to live um, because part of what you do is requires people looking at you. Yes, right? and part of what I assume I always I always kind of give a side eye to performers, whether they be musical or dramatic or whatever, when they say, I really don't want people to look at me. It's like, well, yep. then first of all, get out of my studio, baby. Yeah. You know, you're here because you want people to look at you. Right. So 
to some degree, we want to be watched, right? I turn on my microphone because I want to be heard. Right. But somehow something shifted in the last year where suddenly I don't know if I want people to know all of my business. Yes. Because I am an attention whore. Mm -hmm. The things I've done in my 32 years in in my career Mm -hmm. uh, are shocking just in the name of being looked at and heard. So how do you find what you're willing to share and what you're not willing to share? A, How do you decide that? It's a good question. Well, first I want to acknowledge you for being so transparent about that. That's a, to have the wherewithal to know that that's actually what's going on, I think is really cool. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. I, it is, it's a, it's a daily thing. I'm also, you know, starved for attention. I'm an actor. I mean, I, but I'm also at, on the other end of the spectrum, really shy. And it's a weird thing. It's a constant, so yeah, it's an, it's a constant dance between, Look at me. Please don't look at me. Honestly, like sometimes in a restaurant, I mean, I know I'm not Tom Cruise, but uh, you know, somebody will, if somebody looks, sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, someone's looking at me. I'm so embarrassed. I don't want to be looked at. And then sometimes I'm like, hey, how come he didn't look at me? Doesn't he? It's a weird thing. It is weird. Thing but that how we do. much of it is, and this is a question I've been trying to answer myself, how much of it is that when they look at you, you think, you're not seeing me, you're seeing some idea? Mm a lot of it because because when people come running up to you and they go shan i yeah. love you it's like you don't right who you who do you love right well who they think that you are right and social media i mean and i play right into that it's just we well, all do all the, I do it's too. part of our culture now yeah. it's just you have to you know it's you're gonna play along or you're not gonna play um yeah, that's the thing. It's like how much of our, myself do I want to show? How much of my life do I want to put on yeah. Instagram? How much of my stuff do I want to share? It's a. Uh, it still at the end of the day, I get to decide what is shared. But once it's out, whatever people do with that information, it's not up to me anymore. You know, it's crazy. It isn't is it? crazy. It's a whole new world. It's really crazy. It's, yeah. Again, Cheyenne Jackson joining us on the Jolt. I'm Larry Fleck. You can see him on American Horror Story, uh, Hotel American Horror Story Hotel on FX. So. Forgive me if, uh, as I as I pedal back to something you said, I didn't realize mm-hmm. that you were sober. Yeah. How long have you been sober? Uh, from from drugs, three years. From booze, two and a half years. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Thanks. Um, that's got to be hard to talk about. No, it's not. It's not. Strangely, it's I. It's a part of one of the things that's actually kind of easy for me to talk about because it's made so much of my life manageable now yeah my life was unmanageable and now it's because of being sober and because of having my wits about me and and having integrity in the way i treat myself uh it just makes everything easier and better how long were you drinking and using uh i started at 19 so 21 years wow yeah it's a long time yeah a long time and it was always um you know it was always just the, it started out just socially and theater and you do your show and you're all jacked up from your show and you don't want to go home. So you go out. I was never like a day drinker or drinking by myself. But my thing was I just drank to excess every single time. Mm. And it was just my life was out of control. And it, I couldn't, you know, I knew that I had gone as far as I could go. The ceiling was was, was here and I was I had, I had maxed out what my life could be. And I just thought there has to be a better way. So it's funny. It sounds like my father. My father is um, thirty years sober, mm. and uh, and he was he was drunk the my entire childhood, mm. my entire adolescence, and 
he now says that he um, could have had a different life because he was what they, he was, and people don't really know this. People think when they hear alcoholic, they think, oh, that just means you're on the floor. But mm-hmm. he was, he was a functional alcoholic mm-hmm. for my entire, he was, I was 21 when he got sober and he was drunk long before I was born. Were you, would you say you were functional? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Even my family didn't know. Even my family was shocked when I told them the extent of it. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone had seen me drunk, but it was never, no, no, no. I had my, I had my shit together in quotes. Like also, no one you're, would know. you're like the charming guy. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. You probably a, weren't. I, I, I wasn't an asshole you, drunk. I'm looking at you and I'm thinking you were probably never sloppy. No, I, could, no, could, I was definitely sloppy, but, but never in public and yeah. never like, yeah, I never made a huge and ass I of myself. See, and I, 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 I can't see Jason through the screens right now, but I know about the the batting of the eyelash, eyelashes, and that that gets him away with murder, right? Yeah, yeah, he's smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I, yeah. I was a, all of my good attributes were just really, you know, multiplied by booze. It was, so, I was just super, you know, the sweet. first. So, so we're gonna have to go in a second, but okay. But, but we, but I, please have to follow this into the moment. Um, how terrified were you the first time you acted without any help? Well, I mean, one one of the things that was good, I guess, is that I'd never I never worked when I was drunk or high. It was always on my own time, but. The first time that I had to really confront not taking pills or not, you know, to being in a social situation without having two glasses of champagne, fucking scary. Mm. Like, it's only me. I'm gonna be able to. Ha- I'm gonna have to get myself through the situation just by myself with my own strength. Really scary. But you must. I, do you feel like you're a better actor now because the rest of your life's in control? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm just starting. Yeah. Which is a nice feeling at 40 to be like, oh, here we go. Isn't that good? Yeah. That's really good. It's really good. It's really good. I have about a thousand more questions for you, but, uh, I, no, but I'm getting the signal that I have to let you go. Uh, well, we'll come back. Would you please? Yeah, but I'd love to. Look for Cheyenne Jackson in American Horror Story Hotel on FX. And um, it's really nice to finally meet you. Me I'm too. a big, big fan. Thank you. And uh, thank God you weren't an asshole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> stick around. There's more to come. All right.